Thanks so much for downloading the episode. On the show today, we talk a little bit about sending nude selfies. We also have a big segment in Paula's world with a big pregnancy scare. That, plus your ugly and awkward moments of the week, and they were epic. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie? Just take advantage of me, please. Paula? So I had explained to her what a cock was. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. We are at episode 280. We're back, as we said on Sunday. Here's our another. Here's our another show. What is that? What am I? What? What's happening? <laughs> here's our. Here's other. our another show. Here's our other here's, show. Here's our Wednesday show. Yes, I'm Jamie, and this is Paula, my sister. And thank you for downloading the show. Thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing. I did not talk about it, and I haven't made a big deal about it yet because I haven't really gotten into it. But the Ugly Truth podcast does have an Instagram. And it is where you will find any new products that we're excited about from Amazon or Avon. Plus, you know, pictures of who's producer dub, who's the killer skunk, you know, stuff like that. All that kind of stuff will be on our Ugly Truth Instagram. And you can find it. Just look for Ugly Truth, Ugly Truth Podcast, and you'll find it that quickly. We're getting a lot of followers just by nature of if you follow the show or whatever, or you're friends with us on other social media, you'll see it. So continue with that. We appreciate the follows anyway. Plus, it's a little bit easier to see products that we talk about in pictures. And usually there's a link of some kind to get to that product. So I just wanted to let everybody know about the Instagram thing. Um, okay. So speaking of social media, the other day I was on Twitter because you know how much I love Twitter. Mm-hmm. And this uh, person posted, she said, I actually hurt my own feelings because she had come up with a uh, conjured up a backstory for herself. And I do this all the time. I don't know about you, but I do create backstories for myself even. Depends. <laughs> she, okay, well, let me give you, let me tell you what she said. And I'm paraphrasing, obviously. She said, uh, the other night I was thinking about when people ask you for nudes, like on Tinder or when you're chatting, you know, when you're doing a hookup. I don't, I've never done it, but I assume that at some point someone asked for a naked picture of you. I've had someone ask, yeah. Did you send it? I did, but I would. I didn't show my face. Oh, whew, good. And no, and luckily, I don't think you have any tattoos that can be shown, that can be seen. No, I don't. Well, good. Anyway, so she said, I imagine someone I'm flirting with says, send me nudes, and I send a nude, and the response is, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, and that's it. And then there's no more contact. And she's like, and I started filing through how that would make you feel is if you sent someone a picture of your nakedness and their response is, thank you, and then you never hear from them again. That's and, up. And she's like, I hurt my own feelings. <laughs> <laughs> and then I started thinking about it going, first of all, I've never sent a nude photo. I am way too old and wise to know that that shit never goes away. And now I have done some things that are out there that I'm embarrassed about, because if they were ever seen, I would die like video. <laughs> but other than that, I think because I did that and I know that it's out there because this person just refuses to destroy it, there's no way to know if that will ever come back to haunt me. So I think taking selfie, nude selfies 
is like, no, I, I've learned my lesson. I, I'm not doing this again. I'm not doing it twice. I get it. Those things never go away. They get lorded over your head for the rest of your life. But if if I was inclined to send a photo and I got that kind of response, I would really have to start thinking about my health and my lifestyle. <laughs> that would just be awful. So you wouldn't even send it like if your picture or if your face wasn't in the picture? You know... No, I really wouldn't. I mean, I know Daryl will see now Daryl lost his privileges to my oh, nude yeah, selfies. I remember that. You were there. <laughs> <laughs> you were there when that went down. Yeah. You and I were in Reno partying and I had sent a sexually charged photo with my ass hanging out and no bra on and a thin like a tissue shirt on that you could pretty much see through. And I had sent him that photo and he used that as my contact photo. So when a friend asked for my number, he sent the contact via iPhone to them and she contacts me and says, hey, I this I needed to ask you whatever. And she goes, P.S., sexy photo. And I go, what are you talking <laughs> about? And I look and I, well, you were there. Yeah. You saw how it, what happened. <laughs> and Daryl, of course, can't apologize enough. And I said, no more nudies for you. I will <laughs> never send you a nudie ever again. <laughs> I'm sorry. Please don't do this to me. God, I was so heated. I said, you know, Josh sees my ass now every time he sees me. You realize that every time these people see me, they think about that picture. Ugh. And she's yeah, like, no, I because I wonder if they can delete it or if they. Oh, Paula, I don't know. I just. You don't want to think about it? No, it's embarrassing. I just don't, you know. I mean, and look, you know, it's not like I had my legs spread or anything, but no, it's still. No, it was you know, very tasteful, but. <laughs> it was a tasteful nude. Yeah, I, I just, I'm so I'm a little gun shy. And of course, Daryl's like, can you just show me, just to show me a nip, just a little, huh, huh. No, nothing for you. Ever again. Never again. Ugh. But yes, so I read that and I laughed because I've hurt my own feelings as well. <laughs> Thinking of backstories. So speaking of craziness, Wednesdays are slotted for Paula's world. And it seems that a lot has been going on in your world since we last discussed it. So I'm very much looking forward to hearing about your son, who is now graduating to the place where bad teachers go to die, middle school. <laughs> Yes. Uh, he is on his way. Yes. Yeah, so like I mentioned on Sunday, my kids are out of school right now. Yes. That just happened. The Friday before Memorial Day was my son's promotion ceremony, quote unquote. Yes. They had been practicing all week because it was supposed to happen in the quad and there would have been chairs outside. You know, everybody could have, you know, come, brought family, all this stuff. And lo and behold, by Wednesday, the news was reporting that there was supposed to be thunderstorms coming in on Thursday night, Friday morning. Okay. The cafeteria, or not the cafeteria, I should say, the multi-purpose room mm. can't hold that many people. Oh, that's and, true. And so... 
they're just like, we're just going to wait and see how it goes. You know, we'll keep practicing. You know, we'll keep planning that it'll be outside. Right now, it's only a 30% chance of rain. Mm -hmm. So come Thursday afternoon, it was a 50% chance of rain. It was getting cloudy, all that stuff. And so... They said, what we're going to do is we're going to have it in the multi-purpose room. We're going to split the students in half. Yeah. A through M will go first at 830. And then, you know, N through Z will go at 930. It just kind of sucked because all his friends, like a lot of his friends, they have like last names like, you know, that start with B or D or... (laughs) Yes. You know, uh, so he wanted to graduate with his friends. Mm. And what was funny is the day before they had gone to the water park Sunsplash. Yeah. And so when they were all graduating, you had just a bunch of like strawberry red students going up there to <sighs> graduate because they all said they put sunscreen on in the morning. They never but- do. Well, they put the sunscreen on, but they were there for eight hours. Oh, they put it on for they, they put it on once, and it's good for thirty once. minutes, and then that's it. <laughs> yeah, so they were all like bright red, and like Ryan literally had almost like second degree burns on his shoulders, and so <laughs> that's not funny, but it is. No, well, it is because I remember doing that yeah. when we were young. In fact. <laughs> I remember us being in the backyard and spraying ourselves with cooking oil. Oh, Paula, please. Are you kidding? Baby oil, olive oil, cooking oil. Surprised we didn't rub Crisco on ourselves. We probably would if we had run out of the liquid. So he was a little disappointed that he didn't get to graduate with his friends. Yeah. So when we got in there, we had decent seats. And so he got his little diploma and said that, you know, he was going to the seventh grade and I didn't get weepy. I was surprised. I had been weepy all week. What, because of the transition out of elementary school? Yeah. Or just in general? They don't run around like little kids anymore yeah. when they're in seventh and eighth grade. No. And so I was kind of sad because him and his friends, they like to still play basketball and hang out and do all that stuff. And I'm like, I hope they still do that when they're in seventh and eighth grade. But... I don't know if they will. Yeah, it's different. Maybe they'll meet at the park still and do it. Yeah. So I was, I had just been weepy all week because, you know, I'm just like, I can't believe he's so big and tall and. I know. You know, so grown up and, you know, they say that, you know, when you have kids that they just grow up so fast and, you know, when they're babies and colicky and. You know, having digestive problems and all that stuff. You keep thinking like, oh, I can't wait to get past this part, you know? <laughs> yeah. And then the next thing you know, they're going to be 13 and they're like, you know, five, six. And it goes very quickly. So anyways, but after that, we went to uh, breakfast and we got him a card, put some money in there because he's trying to save some money. He wants to buy an Xbox One. Oh, <laughs> so, OK. OK, so bring on my weepiness. Yes. Um, we had to write a check for something. I can't remember what it was. And um, I asked Victor, I'm like, what's the date? And he's like, oh, it's the uh, 27th. And so I wrote the 27th. I'm like, the 27th? I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and he's like, why? I'm like, because I'm like, I'm supposed to get my period on the 21st or the 22nd. <gasps> no, Paula. And he's like, so how, how late are you? And I'm like, that's like five days and so i'm just like that's really weird 
it's terrifying. And I was just thinking to myself, I'm like, I don't feel pregnant. Like, you know, when you were when you were first pregnant with each of your kids, there was just something that was off, like you had a behavior or a craving or a something you just didn't feel normal. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Yes. For me, it was I was absolutely I could not sleep enough. And then, you know, the vomiting that usually was a key. But the early, early pregnancy. Yeah, no, it was, I was exhausted. I couldn't, I literally could not sleep enough and I thought I was getting the flu. And then I go, oh, and then I, you always get that weird clammy feeling. I always got a weird clammy feeling and I'm like, oh my God, this is pregnancy. (laughs) Well, with Ryan, I couldn't stop eating hot and sour soup. Like, right, right. I just, I couldn't get enough salt for Mm -hmm. some reason. And then with Olivia, because we were trying to get pregnant, we were checking every month. But I remember going down a set of stairs and my boobs were really sore. Oh, all yeah. Of a sudden. And yeah. so, but this time I was just like, no, but nothing's happened. I'm like, I've been really weepy because of all the stuff that's going on with Ryan. Right. And I said, so other than that, I'm like, everything feels fine. I said, but I don't feel like I'm going to start my period either. Paula, I mean, you, I mean, did the color literally leave his face? I mean, there is just no way. He's just like, well, and I said, maybe I should take a test. And he's like, well, you should do whatever makes you feel better. You know, what does that mean? Well, like, you know, we can wait it out and (laughs) we can live in denial for another month. Because the other the the last thing is, is that when I've had like extraordinarily stressful months, I have skipped a period. Yes, that's absolutely true. Yes. And for us, May was a very stressful month. We had so much going on. Yes. So um, maybe you beh- just behind yeah. the scenes. So maybe and it was just that. Right. So we were at the store and what's hard is now that your kids are older, you have to like buy it, but like hide it because you don't oh. want your kids to freak out. So we like hid it ab- under like, you know, Olivia bought a new bathing suit, so I hid it under her bathing suit, and then we sent him to go look at the red box when we were checking out. Why don't you just (laughs) run out and buy it and pee in the store bathroom like a normal person? (laughs) Because I don't want to do that. God, I would. I'd be like, I'll be back. Run to the run to Target and pee on a stick and cry or celebrate. I don't know. When we got home, I had to pee, which was another thing because I'm like, God, I've been peeing so much lately, but. So I peed on the Wait, stick. Please don't tell me this is ending in an impending birth. I will absolutely <laughs> vomit. No. So I peed on the stick. I looked at the lines. There was no plus sign. So all is all is clear. God. Did you start your period? No, I still haven't started. Ugh. But well, I don't know what's going on with that. But I'm definitely not pregnant. Okay. So. Well, look, I mean, you know, babies are not bad news but no they're not it's but. just i mean we just can't fathom another one now and i don't know why i'm talking like a robot <laughs> i'm just trying to choose my words wisely i i don't my oldest is almost 13 my second oldest is almost nine what would i do with a newborn i mean i'm, I'm almost 40 it's Ugh. It's ridiculous. 
Isn't it funny how there's just a small window of time where it's a joyous occasion, but if you're super duper young or just on the cusp of a scary age, people go, oh, no. Like, there's no in between. Like, there's a time period, there's like a good 10 years, it's where it's like, oh, this is wonderful news. We've been trying, da 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 da. And then it's like, if you're under 22 or over 40, it's like, holy shit, really? <laughs> I don't know if this ever happened to you, but when I got pregnant with Ryan, Victor and I weren't married. Right. And so people said, like, well, are you going to keep it? Are you right. going to put it up for adoption? Oh, my are God. You, are you guys going to get married? And mm-hmm. I'm just like, okay. I'm like, so this is like, this is what people think when you have a baby when, you, when you're not married. Yes. And I, it's not like I was super young either. I was like 26. Yeah. You know, it's funny how as progressive as everybody thinks society is, uh, get, an unwe- get an unwed mother and you'll know exactly where we are. It's yeah. not that it hasn't changed all that much. It really hasn't. It's it's not it's always like, well, what are you going to do? What's your plan? What's happening? Where are we going? You know, do you need a ride? You know, yeah, or, right. you know, what are we doing? Are we planning anything? You know, it's it's definitely. And then it's like, who's the father? You know, are, is he in, is he going to be involved? It's, it's the same shit that they've been saying. The only thing that's different now versus back in the 50s and 60s is they don't send you off to a farm to have the baby. You know, right. So people don't have to look at you. So they don't have to look at your <laughs> your slutty whorishness, you know, and, and then the men just get to walk around with their heart on like, what? I don't know. You know, it's like his dick is still wet and she's being sent off to a farm. Awesome. I know. And then when I got pregnant with Olivia, everyone was just elated. And I'm just like, married. I'm like, you're literally talking like three years difference. Yes. This is bizarre. But now that you have the, the efficient you know pronouncing you man and wife it's different but i haven't had one of those a pregnancy scare in years i had just to tie it into my understanding of pregnancy scare daryl had things handled after we had Mm -hmm. our last baby although i go through phases of regret of not trying for another one i'm very grateful that we're good and and that we were done at the time I think he, I think the Malia was six or seven weeks old and he had his appointment t- done. Now, the thing with vasectomies is there's no guarantee that they're done. You have to go back and give them a sample to ensure that there are no sperm in the secretion. Mm-hmm. So most people don't go back. They just don't. I thought we did maybe, but, you know, knowing Daryl, he probably never went back. And so I would say Malia might have been one or two years old. She, it, she was a, t- a little still. And I had a raging urine infection. And so I had gone to my doctor and he gave me everything. And he go and he called and he said, hey, uh, when we were doing your check under the microscope, we found sperm in your urine. Is there any chance you could be pregnant? And I'm like, no, I'm like, absolutely (laughs) not. So I called Daryl and I said, we have a problem. He's like, what? I go, I have to go back and get a pregnancy test. He's like, how is this even what? I go, there were dead sperm in my sample. And we had, you know, obviously we're married. We, you know. Mm -hmm. And so he had to, so then he had to go back and do a thing. He had to go back and check. And they said, well, they're dead, but yeah. It, I mean, there, any there could have been an opportunity at any time during that year that I could have been, been pregnant. 
could have gotten could have gotten pregnant luckily you know no it didn't happen but you know that that man that really will uh that will put you into that will click you into a whole new reality when you think about those close calls yeah seriously you really decide you're like did we really i mean like what would we have done horrifying so yeah i i do know the close call feeling and i do not like it it is a bad feeling well especially when you don't want i mean when you don't want one when you're not ready or you're you're not planning it that is not a good feeling yeah well and i think i don't know i could be wrong but most women you know i think a part of them wants to see it go positive i mean i could be wrong but you know what i i don't think you're wrong because like i said at least as far as i'm concerned babies are not bad news there, there's no yeah. such thing as a, as an accident. I mean, I know people say that accidents. I don't consider babies an accident. I think they're surprises and they do change. Yeah. They change your life. I mean, you know, Brigitte Nelson is almost she's in her 50s and she's pregnant. I don't really know how that happened. Well, I mean, because women can have, you know, until you hit menopause, you can have children. I mean, if you're, you know, haven't had any female removals. You can have a baby. And I, what I think when I hear things like that, like we talked about Rachel Wise, who I think she's 48 and she's pregnant. And I think, wow, science has really come a long way because not only can you find methods outside of the traditional method to get pregnant, there's a high probability that these babies will be completely healthy and there will be no problems. Yeah. But the only thing that I always think of, it's never the age as far as the baby's you know, being healthy or not having compromised, you know, health problems is if you have a baby that late in life, think about when they're in their 20s and you're 70 something. Yeah. What if you get sick and die? You know, I just worry about people having babies at such an advanced age, not thinking about when these kids are 14, 15 and you're 70. That's to me is scary. Yeah, it does seem a little, I, not selfish, but well, it is a little. To me, it feels a little selfish because yeah. you're you're just going. You're not thinking. I mean, I'm I am sure that people do think that far ahead, but you know, having being in your fifties and having a baby, just you're you're clearly never going to see that baby become an adult and marry and have children. I mean, there's no way. Yeah, probably not. So it just makes me sad a little bit for the kids that will have that, but. I do agree that most women do go for just a inkling of a moment going, oh, it's not negative. It's not positive. Eh, all right. Moving on. Yeah. In you. fact, I was in the bathroom and I, Victor obviously was concerned about it because I was in the bathroom looking at the stick and then he's like, we good <laughs> through the door. And I'm like, we're good. God. <laughs> so, uh, he's so funny. I want to say congratulations on your lack of pregnancy. Thank you. I mean, I assume, but I'm with you. I know, I know what it's like to take the test and go, oh, negative. Oh, all right. I mean, you hate to admit it because you know the timing would be really bad or, you know, whatever. But you're right. It's definitely good news. I mean, yes. it's because, I mean, at this point, you know, so much life would have to change Ugh. and. 
God, it would just be... It makes me tired just thinking about it. <laughs> it's exhausting. And I'm like, it's exhausting just to think about it. You know, I have dreams about babies all the time. I have baby on the brain. And I've, I've, I've tried to, you know, theorize why. And I think it's because all of my babies are not babies. They're mm-hmm. all basically adults age. And that part of my life is over. And it's depressing as hell because... It's such a great time period, and it's it now knowing looking back, it, that's the easy time. Changing their diapers and teaching them how to walk and talk and eat is so easy compared to che- teaching them to be a decent human being with a good moral code and how to treat others and have a drive to succeed or you know all the the hard stuff that makes them a decent human. That's harder than teaching them how to wipe their butt and and not pick their nose that's easy i know know. being having babies is fun well it is in the sense that the hard work gets to be when they're around eight when you're trying to teach them how to be a decent person on this planet and then how that's gonna go that's that's the hard part that part makes me sad and i was telling daryl this just the other day i said you know what's really good though is that i literally have no regrets like i love those babies more than anything i i couldn't have loved them more even if I'm trying to self-punish myself like I didn't do enough, I did do enough. And that mm-hmm. part I know. So that's always great. And so it makes me want to do it again <laughs> so I can do it again and prove to myself that I was a good mom. But, you know, we were. We were good moms. We are good moms, yeah. you know, I think. I mean, you know. I can't care more than I'm caring right now. Yeah. So. Yeah. And loving right now. And so, you know, if someone said, you know, if you had to do it again, I mean, obviously there was things I would do differently. But well, I definitely do. I do. I, I mean, we all make mistakes, but right. but my heart was never not in it 110% with every single kid. And so th- when, when you think about that, you're like, yeah, I could do it again. But life would be, like you said, very different. Daryl and I have talked about adopting. Like, I mean, Aww. I really, really want to do it again. But instead, I, I think I'm just going to get a, a kitten. you're gonna have grandchildren in like five years oh my god paula i told kenzie that the other day she was at our house and i said no rush on the kids i'm like i'm not like dying for someone to procreate so i can hold a baby but i was like very vigilant about like i don't want you moving across the country i want to be there i don't want to be the mom that you know i don't want to be the grandma that they don't want to see i don't want to be the grandma that they only see from you know hear from once a year i want to be involved as much as you'll let me like please let me be involved in it because you can learn so much from me (laughs) yeah like just take advantage of me please we want to be the grandparents that you dump them off for the summer you know we want to have that kind of relationship but i think it's really me like I'm super selfish. I'm like, just give me the baby, you know. Yeah, I know. I'm the same way. I'm already talking to my kids about grandchildren. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I just say, well, when you're older, just make sure that you know I'm allowed to come over and like have a guest bedroom so I can stay and like help you guys. Yeah, and- <laughs> it's like I promise I won't smell like old people. <laughs> you know, I won't bring. I won't have a mean dog. You know, I'll, and we tell them like you always have a babysitter. Yeah, and... I'll have the cool toys, and you know, you know, you know, Daryl is going to be the coolest grandpa ever because he's going to have all the cool video games and you know, yeah, all that. And we go, we'll have we'll have puppies and kittens and all the food you that your mom doesn't <laughs> let you eat. You know, we're going to be like Disneyland for you. 
I was telling uh, Kenzie, I said it was so funny when you came to visit a couple weeks ago and your kids, I go, Ryan, who is basically a teenager, threw a mini temper tantrum. He did not want to leave our house. I know. And I said, that's how I want it to be. I want your kids screaming in their car seat crying because they have to leave. That's what I want. That's what I want. And then they fall asleep, you know, on half halfway out the driveway. Yeah. That's the kind of relationship I want with grandkids. And until then, you know, I'll just enjoy my children. I do love, God, I love our kids so much. I love yours too, of course. Mm -hmm. All of this just reminds me, it's like, (sighs) I hate being pregnant and I hate delivering those children. But if it wasn't so bad, I would have had three more. Three more. Well, maybe one more. Just one. (laughs) Not three. I hate being pregnant. I don't mind delivering. Well, you cough yours out. I know. (laughs) If everyone just coughed and sneezed a baby out, we'd all have several children. But yeah, I hate I hate I hate the whole thing. I really do. And I hate it because I feel vulnerable and I don't like that at all. Sucks. Yeah, that's probably true. Mm. Mama's always, mom's always, you know, nervous. She convinces me that someone's going to, you know, try and kidnap <laughs> me and cut my baby out of my oh stomach my or something. Like, oh, she's spe- like, you know, that happens. And I'm like, I know, mom. <laughs> Speaking of, I talked to our mom the other day. She, <laughs> she's so funny. She's like, okay, she's on Instagram now. And she followed me. I thought I saw something from her, but then it like went away. I don't know what happened. No, no. She's following us on Instagram. Finally, she's figuring it out, which is good. I think it's great. It's 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 a great way for her to keep in touch and see what our lives are all about. Mm-hmm. And I, and she's she said, I followed Mackenzie, uh, the granddaughter. She goes, I followed her. And the first picture is a picture of her friend flipping off the camera. So I unfollowed her because I didn't want my people to see that. And I said, no, mom, it, no one can see what you're looking at. Like no one, unless you took a picture of that picture and put it on your Instagram, no one's going to see it. It's fine. I'm like, you can be offended personally, but no one's going to know that you, that you saw that. I go, it's like looking right. at other people's photo albums, essentially. And right. Like, oh, okay. No, no one's going to know what you looked at. Right. It, and Instagram's great because it's all pictures and, you know, they're funny. So anyway... So she's on Instagram and she said, she goes, how long do you think that people are going to want to listen to your juvenile behavior on this podcast? (laughs) I started. How long? She goes, how long do you think this is going to go on? And I said, wow. I said, well, I I beg to differ that it's juvenile. (laughs) I said, but she just she is opposed to the profanity. And I said, well, it's not for you. You you can't listen to the show, Mom. <laughs> you can't listen to it. You, you will hear profanity, and then you will not hear anything else. You can't be a conservative Christian mm-hmm. and listen to this show. No, not really. I mean... We, Unless it's your guilty pleasure and you just hide it. Well, that's fine, too. But I said, you, you can... You will be... You are too shocked by profanity. And I said... And I find it funny considering that you used to swear like a sailor. And that's what's funny to me about the whole thing is that you are different now, but let's let's not act like you didn't introduce me to Richard Pryor, okay? Because yeah. you did. So, I mean, I get it, but don't act like you don't know where this came from because you do know. But she was also really worried that we were talking crap about her. And I said, no. no. I go, that's so funny. I go, we actually don't. We would never. First of all, she goes, I would just be really upset if you said bad things about 
the five of us, you know, and I said, we actually celebrate that. We celebrate the fact that we have a strong, independent woman who raised us to not need men. And it's actually been difficult as we get older because we are still very fiercely independent and we struggle with sharing the duties with a person, whether it's a man or a woman. But for us, it's all men uh, because we were raised to not need anybody else. So it's been really difficult in, I mean, not a bad, in a bad way, but it's something that we've had to learn to kind of integrate with our independence because you raised us that way. I said, actually, we, we're very pro strong woman. I think Mm -hmm. I said, the only thing that I think we're different than other people who have a vocal stage is that a lot of women are, they, they don't celebrate beauty and appearance as something that, that is a good thing right now. Just existing as a woman should be sufficient even though I don't necessarily agree with that, I think that you have to kind of have yourself together because people are visual. And if you look like a slob, they're going to judge you for that. So Mm -hmm. put on, you know, put on a little bit of, you know, makeup or at least brush your hair or do something. You can't just exist because you're a woman and that should be, that's enough. It isn't. And stop acting like it is, you know, because that's, and I know that's not a very popular opinion, but I don't really care. And I wouldn't tell, you know, like I wouldn't go out and judge others for it. It's your personal prerogative. Yes. And I, well, it's an opinion. I don't think women should look like crap when they go out in public. But that's just me. I don't think anybody should actually, not just women. I don't think anyone should go out looking like shit. When I see, when you see a man who looks like shit in public, the first thing we do go, well, he's not married. Yeah. I mean, it's the first thing you think. Because you're like, there's no way would a woman let his man, her man go out looking like that. So, or if he is married, you think that his wife doesn't care about him. That too. It's like, oh, his shorts are too short. Nobody has purchased clothes for this man at Kohl's in many, many years. It's <laughs> usually what you think. But anyway, so I, I had to appease our mom and let her know <laughs> that we're not talking smack about her. And I said, no, we make fun of our father's uh, f- infidelity. <laughs> but other than, yeah. that, other than that, we do not talk crap about our mother, which I thought was hilarious. I wonder who she talked to that gave her the wrong idea. She saw a one of us shared our podcast episode and she saw the title and um, I don't even remember what it was, but she kept saying condom. And I'm like, Mom, I, I can't think of anything that has condom in it. Not that we don't talk about it, but I'm just saying I, I couldn't think of anything. And I said, no, we're I go. We talk about sex, though. So, I mean, don't listen because <laughs> you won't yeah, like really. it. You won't like it. But anyway, I, I thought it was funny. But yes, yeah, she is. She was worried, but now she's not. I think I've appeased her enough to uh, let her know that we're not we don't spend our 30 and 40 minutes talking bad about our family. I would never. It probably was mine because I'm pretty much public about everything. Uh, Maybe. I mean, I don't know. I don't even know if she has Facebook, so I don't know how she would have seen it. But anyway. Well, you know that she uses her sister's login. Yeah, she did say something about backdoor. <laughs> I ignored it because I didn't want to. <laughs> I, I didn't want to, like, you know, go there with her. I have to correct her. Why does she use the worst words? And like, <laughs> I don't know. I've corrected her on two things. It's somebody else's turn. Oh, what did you What did you correct her on? Get off on it. And uh, what was the other she one? She used to say jack off a lot. Yeah, she said he gets off on it. Oh, yes. yes. And then, um, 
Oh, when she was trying to remember from uh, what's the bridal movie with like Martin Short and oh, Father of the Bride. Father of the Bride. She was trying to imitate Martin Short saying the oh. the the cack. She kept, kept, kept saying cock. She kept saying the cock. Oh boy! And I'm just like, mom, you have to stop saying that. And she's like, why? I'm like, because you're saying. So I had to ex- so I had to explain to her what a cock was. I <gasps> I don't. You know what? Sometimes I wonder if she just blocks out that she used to know all of that you know what i mean maybe she didn't know maybe not i mean who knows she was pretty pretty tough woman though i will say yeah tough definitely but you know as far as her urban language (laughs) her slang her slang is something to be desired agreed 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 although i say stuff all the time that is completely inappropriate and people go, no, you can't say that. I'm like, oh, is that something bad? They're like, yes, that's that's very bad. I'm like, all right, I won't say it again. I won't say it anymore. I promise. All the time. Okay, so speaking of awkward, let's let us read two submitted ugly and awkward moments of the week. Okay. are the first two submissions that will receive special gifts from us for participating and they are en route we thank you so much if you want to share them when you get them i would love to see that you got them that would be great um okay so our first submission is tracy who is a dear friend of yours and now through you mine Mm -hmm. it's happened to her and i actually laughed really loud when i read this So people don't really wave on my new street. They just moved. Uh, It's been bugging me. I don't need a best friend, but at least say good morning or wave when you drive or walk by. It's not that hard to be friendly. This morning I was out watering my newly planted landscaping and this group of three neighborhood walkers walked by me and one yelled, good morning, your landscaping is beautiful. And she was like, and I was so thrilled. Finally, a neighbor said words to me. I excitedly smiled and thanked him for noticing me and my pretty plants. Then I tripped over the hose and fell down the stairs. (laughs) God. I'm never going to make friends out here. And I was like, that is so, so sad because you know there went, oh God, she can't even... She can't even wave and smile at us without she's, falling. She's one of those. She's one of those people. We're, we're, we better not talk to her again. Yeah, it's like, don't don't wave at her when she's out watering. We don't want her to break a hip. Jeez. I don't want to be personally liable for anything <laughs> that might happen to her. We might get a later letter from the HOA. <laughs> so don't. <laughs> Poor thing. Poor Tracy. She's never. It's like two steps forward and ten steps back when you're awkward. It's just like never you're really actually speaking of your awkward moment at olivia's awards assembly yes when you were a little too enthusiastic that's the kind of move that you make i just wonder i mean for me it would have been like well now they know that my kid never gets awards because this is my first one and it's the last of the year (laughs) it's like one of those one of those moves where i start thinking about about how they how did they how did she not know not to participate well, I mean, they only give out nine awards in the year. I know. So, I mean, I shouldn't say that, you know, it's shocking or anything like that. But, I mean, it's pretty tough to get an award when you're in a class of 24. Yes. So, that's... That's, that's not easy. even half. 
it's pretty prestigious and yes. to to have that happen. That is true. I've seen I've been to the awards assembly before because she gets these these little necklace tags when they've read, read when they've read so many points right worth and then they make them stand up and say their name and everything like that. So I went to that one before, but I don't remember the male teacher ever doing this little skit about, you know, my favorite student <laughs> his <thing>. little stand up routine. <laughs> yeah, That's I think funny. he tricked me. So. Oh, maybe. Okay, so here's the second one and then we'll have to decide who wins cuz they're both pretty good. Okay. Hi, ladies. I have a ugly and awkward moment. I was out with my sister and her husband at a Red Lobster for a Saturday late lunch. I had to go to the bathroom, so I left the table. After getting into the stall, someone else came into the bathroom in the stall next to mine, and she threw her purse down on the floor, which you should never do. No, there's hooks. Which looked a lot like mine. Anyway... Then someone else comes in. I finish up, wash, and leave. When I get back to the table, just my brother-in-law is at the table. The next thing I know, my sister comes out of the bathroom and her face is beat red. Apparently, she had come into the bathroom and saw the purse on the floor and assumed it was me. She briefly... (laughs) (laughs) She briefly thought about snatching it. Because she was in the stall next to this lady. Instead, she finishes, stands outside of the stall, grabs the door, and rattles it as hard as she can. (laughs) And then goes and is washing up. The stall door... (laughs) The stall door opens, and she is shocked to see it's not me. The poor lady comes out and is looking all around like, what the fuck just happened? (laughs) My sister ran out and we all laughed at the table. Oh my God. That is so funny. That kind of sounds like something we would do. Oh my God, beyond. I'm just glad she didn't snatch that lady's purse. Can you imagine? Or like, you know, put our hand in there and like grab someone's ankle or something. <laughs> oh my like God. That. If she'd be like, I need a tampon and just reaches into this lady's purse and then immediately realizes this is not your sister's purse. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, oh my God. My God. That, that one is, was funny. That, I think I like that one. Me too. That's a, I, I give that a 20,000 point. That's a good one. Oh, yeah. That's really good. Oh, God. That's so funny. But anyway, thank you, Jen, for sending that in. And I absolutely loved it. So we're sending you a little thank you present. So congratulations. Yeah, that was funny. That is oh funny. My God. What are the odds? The same oh, curse. God. I, I just, I think, I mean, because I can totally see us doing it. And I think that's when I, when I read things like that. <laughs> it's like, see, sisters are pretty much, we're pretty much the same. That is funny. I can just picture us like trying to talk to someone and be like, God, Stephanie, why'd you put your purse on the floor? <laughs> Stephanie, why aren't you talking to me? Hello? <laughs> I'm not Stephanie. <laughs> oh, never mind. <laughs> I know. God, that's hilarious. You win, Jen, or, or your sister does anyway. She's awkward. That is funny. <sighs> God, well, I think that's it. Yep, I think that's a wrap for this uh, Wednesday. Yes, I hope we, we'll get back in the groove. I feel like we're a little off. We are. But whatever. We're a little uh, rusty. Shake, weak in the knees. We're a little but, rusty. Uh, but the first week back, you know, we'll be we'll be back on the bike next week. Yes. We'll hop on that hobby horse, whatever that means. Mm. <laughs> I don't know what that means. And going nowhere. Just rocking back and forth. So thank you, everybody, for joining us. Uh, Please visit our Avon link or just go to Mm lipandclip.com, and that'll take you directly to our site. 
and pick up your pick up some goodies. Father's Day is coming up, so you might want to peruse Amazon and uh, see if you can get Dad something great. Uh, Amazon is good for things such as tools, wallets, belts, shirts. You know, typical dad stuff in fact um i think they're probably getting ready to have their dad section pop up so you can see what amazon suggests that we get dads Mm -hmm. so other than that have a fabulous week and we will see you on sunday bye bye thanks for listening and sharing the show see you next time on the ugly truth